<laughs> Turn it off! You're scaring the dog! He's dancing. Welcome. It, not to a lap dance. It's my level 80 mount. <laughs> Your level 80 mount is I a shark? Yeah, I unlocked a shark for my level 80 mount. <laughs> so, what you're saying is you are mounting a shark? Yes. Okay. As long as it's not mounting me, things are good. <laughs> Life is exactly where it needs to be. <laughs> there, there is actually an entire subreddit called Shark Tits, and it's basically just entirely dedicated to shark girls. That's hilarious. That's yep. really funny. Though, apparently there's shark dicks, too. Or at least there was. Is that like space dicks? No, uh, it was no, it was shark tits and shark bits that split off for gay guy picture of sharks. Of course it did. And then that subreddit pretty much died and everyone voted to go back to shark tits. So the shark tits is now both shark tits and shark dicks. <laughs> so there's that. Tits uh, and dicks. Tits and dicks. All I know in this situation, I am the alpha male. <laughs> well, Stop raping my shark. I'm not. He's my mount. <laughs> why, why would I level up to 80? It's, it's consensual mounting. Yeah. It's consensual mounting. Why would mounting? I level up to 80 and get artisan riding to not ride a fucking shark? True. Okay. That's so, the only reason to do that. So I, I, that. This is a really, really long Warcraft joke. <laughs> I, I, I'm Vox. I'm Tal. Uh, I'm Roland. <laughs> and I'm Shark Riding at Doom. That, that sounds like <laughs> some sort of Western name. It is. It kind of it does. Is fistful of sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, even dirtier. You're, you're, you're gonna need two hands a for fist, that one. A fist. <laughs> uh, uh, two, uh, two fists full of sharks. <laughs> the good, the bad, the swimming. <laughs> uh, all right, children. Okay. All right. All right. Oh man, children. Children. So, how have you guys this week's been? Good. Pretty good. Pretty um, good. Missing. Y your week is missing. It, it went missing. Where did it go? I lost it in Fallout. Oh. Uh oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that'll happen. My uh, my phone has shattered like my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, the dreams you carry on your bicycle. Yep. <laughs> like like, like I was saying, I, I really wish I'd like tried to do something heroic to save my phone, but... I only just kind of stood there and watched as it sailed away and landed flat on the did, concrete. Did you at least fire a flaming arrow onto the boat as it sailed away? <laughs> Gave it a Viking funeral? <laughs> I, I wish I could have. <laughs> Maybe the arrow would have saved it. <laughs> on the upside, you got a really cool looking watch now. Yeah. 
So there's <laughs> there's that. Yeah, that's about all. Of, there there are like three ways I can use this phone currently. One which involves the Bluetooth mouse that I have, which I can't do right now because there are specific hours when Bluetooth turns on. (laughs) (laughs) It's between seven and four, my work hours. Amazing. Uh, Have a tasker set up? Uh, Uh, Yeah, well, the um, Sony has their own Smart Connect thing, and so... Yep, yep. Yep, seven and four, Bluetooth turns on, or using my laptop, which isn't working at the moment, or... There was another way, but I forget. I, I, that threw me for a loop because I thought the three things you were going to say was paperweight, doorstop, projectile. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, there, there are ways I can legitimately use this phone, kind okay. of. So, the things I'm going to recommend to you since you have broken your phone, when you get control of it through your computer, install Mighty Text and that way you can use SMS over the, oh, here's the internet. Kicker. Here's the kicker it's installed. Yep. But it's not. Linked. I didn't use it long enough, and it unsynced itself. Yeah, it's uh, and so now, even though the the app is on there, and I signed into Mighty Text, and it's like, here's your text messages from September twentieth. Like, <laughs> great! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Well, it's That's just like um, awesome. If if Sony had something like Samsung's uh, side sync, you still have to run the app on the phone first. Yeah, before you can actually connect to it. And that, that's the thing is like, I have yet to actually find a half decent, like, uh, virtual shell for any kind of Android device. Yeah. Right. You can theoretically, you could root it and set up SSH and SSH into the phone. But at the same time, it's still not going to help you because you can't run any of the apps. Yeah. Right. You need, I want a system like X Ming, like the X windows X server type thing where like with Linux, it actually already has what pretty much is virtual app built in. Oh yeah. Cause you can just uh, redirect the, the you, console. Can't you? Or the, well, the yeah, the you, window. you, you redirect the window to another console basically. Yeah. And, uh, so I've been looking around for something that will do that on Android, and I have yet to find one yeah. at all. I've also been looking around for something that will redirect a Linux console to the internet and display it in HTML5. There's a couple Ooh. solutions out there, but they don't work very well. well. Why haven't you just done it with Guacamole? But that's the thing, is Guacamole won't do Linux without VNC, and VNC does not work well. Oh. compared to rdp so but is it is it console well we'll talk after the episode yeah this, this is gonna bore the shit out of our listening <laughs> yeah so um, anyway <laughs> i've been looking for basically a linux <laughs> web top environment i've been wanting something like that for years they 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 don't exist in the one or at least the ones that do are pretty shitty yeah oh my oh. phone is also an alarm clock that i cannot turn off Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you not silence it with the buttons? Um, or does that just snooze it? You, well, you you know what you do. You just turn it off, I, I and will, then you turn it on again. I will I will turn it off, but it currently does two things. It tells the time and mocks me <laughs> <laughs> because oh. I still get messages. It's like yep. ding. I'm like, man, I would really like to check that right now. Yep. I'm actually terrified of the screen on my Nexus Six breaking. 
six <laughs> inch fucking screen glass and high res to so no matter what that's not going to be a cheap fix so. you know i would i would prefer not to need like a heat gun and six different kinds of spudgers to replace the screen on my phone but yeah. i don't want to spend another six hundred dollars oh that's fair on yeah. something on anything really well at least you now know for your next phone get a nexus how will that save me it won't but get a nexus <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't like your logic as much as I don't like your uh, your grinder. <laughs> my grind. I, oh, I don't my like coffee your coffee. Grinder. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't. I don't have a grinder though. <laughs> no, your coffee grinder. It's oh. slow and grinds inconsistently and is loud. Yeah, I know. I don't have professional fucking equipment <laughs> like you do. <clears throat> You do. It's just not coffee I equipment. I don't have a literal Starbucks in my house. <laughs> I, I am also not endorsed by Starbucks. <laughs> oh. Hey, Tal, can you give me some more coffee? No. Are you going to spill it? <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's what the paper towels are for. The news <laughs> has been pretty ripe with uh, some pretty big events in the last little bit here. <laughs> right. And I figured we were going to get to this topic anyway. And Carr, who uh, would have been speaking about this in his political segment, can't because our recording equipment at my place is in a box right now and can't be used. So instead, he wrote an email to preface this particular topic. And so I think what I'll do is I'll read it out and okay. then we'll let Tal be Tal and then we'll have a discussion. Does that sound good? You sure. say this as if I am unable of, I, I'm incapable of having a discussion. Gunzuka is telling me I should get an outer box. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. I've, I've been giggling at that for a good minute. An outer box. Yep. It goes on the outer side of your phone. It's an external vagina. Uh, personally, I think you should get an inner box. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need I can see yeah. that being the, I can see that being the next iOS 6 prank where they're like this one's waterproof they're like this one goes inside your phone to protect it and so you would just have pe waves of people like opening Down their phone downloading their the case open. app <laughs> oh, I like uh, it. The, the I am rich case app oh my god <laughs> all right so this, this is titled Cars Syria Rant. Uh, hey guys, so since our recording equipment is still in boxes and I can't record uh, this to send by Carrier Griffin, I'll do this the old-fashioned way. I already know this is likely to be a big topic on the show, uh, so here we go. Uh, the Paris attacks. Right off the bat, I want... Or right off the bad... So spelling mistakes. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, I want to agree that this is a traffic, tragic event, plain and simple, and I don't want to belittle the dead or injured in those attacks. What I want to address is what happens next. Uh, the immediate knee-jerk reaction has been disgusting in my mind. Uh, all across the Western world, the refugees that have been trying to flee from Syria and ISIS-controlled Iraq have been uh, bearing the brunt of these attacks. Uh, they are being decried... They are turned back, uh, blamed for the attacks on Paris, and so on. Um, only made worse is that uh, Syrian passport was found, was found next to one of the dead attackers. Um, you know, the ones that blew themselves up when capture was imminent. Uh, funny how a passport could survive an explosion like that if uh, it was on the attacker's person. 
even more uh, funny is how at least three of the attackers have been confirmed to be French nationals from France, not Syria, refu- not Syrian refugees that somehow snuck bombs and uh, Kalashnikovs across Europe. We cannot allow the horror or blah, I can't even talk today. My brain is melting. Yep. We cannot uh, allow our horror at the coordinated attacks from ISIS agents to come uh, to cause us to revile people trying to flee from the same madmen. Already violence and assaults on Muslims in uh, Europe and North America have spiked again. Almost all uh, current candidates in the running for the U.S. presidency have declared that they would not allow any Syrian refugees to enter the States. And two of those five, uh, Bush and Cruz, said they would only accept Christian refugees. Uh, This is wrong, and it's happened before. Back in the 1930s, with North America and Europe in the depths of the Great Depression, another ethnic group was trying to escape an increasingly abusive government, hoping for asylum in America and Canada. Citing we had our own problems and didn't want what, uh, didn't want what we had taken by uh, these refugees, our governments at the time turned them away wholesale. These people were a small group called the Jews, fleeing a country called Germany. Oh, don't minimize. Uh, this is ISIS's end goal. They want us to hate. They want us to retaliate. They want us to continue to radicalize and galvanize this conflict as us versus them and drive more to their cause. Uh, that is how they gain strength. Remember that Syrian passport. I'd be more than willing to bet it was a plant to force the exact reaction. Instead, we need to be open, welcoming and shelter those on the run uh, from all this madness. Discuss. So first thing. The Syrian passport that was found was actually the passport of the individual. He was a Syrian refugee. Yeah. Later on, more than, more than I think it was 66 people in France uh, just recently have been arrested for ISIS plots. Some of them, uh, indeed, French nationals, but a bunch of them, Syrian refugees, mm-hmm. right? This isn't just a, oh, none of the, the Syrian refugees are just people trying to, no, ISIS is using the crisis to move people through the refugees into other countries. That is a fact that is happening. It's been documented already. It's indisputable. That is true. So the other thing, like, and I hate the whole ISIS is just using this to galvanize the population. So we shouldn't do it because that falls right along the lines of look what the U S did to them. This is why they do it. You know what that's called? Victim blaming. And as much as I hate when SJWs use it, saying, look what you did to the guy who is now literally killing people. And, you know, that's why he did it. All you're doing is you're justifying a murderer's reaction and saying that we shouldn't react with anger over a tragic, horrible thing. because it's either our fault or it's what they want is in my mind, absolutely inane and naive. I don't think that was exactly the point he was trying to make, but but like, that's the thing is I see this all over the internet lately is the whole, you know, we, you know, like, uh, France, uh, basically France is right now all but declared war. Yeah, they are. And there was a bunch of people saying you can't do that because it's just going to make more militants. But here's the thing. 
if we don't go fight these people because we're afraid that they're going to make more militants, that is literally the terrorists win. Yeah. If we do nothing, the terrorists win. Everyone says, you know, oh, if we live in fear. Yeah, if we live in fear. But if we do nothing and we don't re- retaliate, that is literally what they want. Um, so it, it's it's I don't agree with closing off the borders. Right. I like, okay. I should preface this. France closed the borders. That was more than okay. They're They're in the middle of a crisis. They're in the middle of a crisis. They can't deal with it. Plus they just got bombed by people like several of them from the people they're taking in. So obviously there's something going on at the borders. It it is more than reasonable for them to to hold things off for a bit and be like, well, we need to really think about how we're going to go ahead with this. Yeah. So that, that to like I saw people saying that that was immoral and I'm like no, no the people just got fucking bombed leave them alone they can do whatever the fuck they want as I'm con- as far as I'm concerned for the next six fucking months like they can do they they basically get a blank check for now they have a free pass yeah. to do whatever the fuck they want um but people like the U S I don't think the U S should close the borders but I do think that our current government is way, way too easy on how, on this vetting process and like how we decide who we're taking. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the, like a lot of these people, yeah, they, they don't have proof, but the thing is not like national security, believe it or not, it, it's important. It does Trump in a lot of cases, people fleeing from some bad shit. If that bad shit's going to come with them. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the safety of the people who are already here, you, like, it's kind of like, you know, you don't send soldiers on a suicide mission to go get one other soldier, right? You don't put a bunch of people in danger to save a couple more people, right? Yeah. Right? It, 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 there is a lot of cases where, I'm sorry, but public safety trumps shit that's going on in another country, right? And to me... Like it, with proper vetting, with, you know, proper processing. And right now we just don't have that anywhere. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, sure. Let refugees come here. But to also say that there, you know, I it, it, like to claim that the passport was a plant and stuff like that, that to me is just naive. Right. The ISIS is doing this and using the refugees to move people to other countries. It is true. It is happening. And also to say that it's not the Syrian, like I I watched a video the other day of a, and it was a Muslim person who basically was going off the fucking handle saying it, it be, and this was in regard to uh, a bunch of other shit. It was part of the Charlie Hebdo attacks that he was saying this. And another thing that I should mention during the Charlie Hebdo attacks. Yes, there were a bunch of people saying, you know, violence is not Id- Islam. And that's what happened. That's what's happening right now. There's a bunch of people saying violence is not Islam, right? That's one of the, you know, current trending things on Twitter, on Facebook, all over the place. Violence is not Islam. Hell, even the atheist community on Reddit was getting all pissed off whenever anybody would question Islam at all as a source of violence in these attacks, right? And it's like everyone's afraid to just say it because they think they're going to be considered racist. But no, I'm sorry. Islam 
gave people the platform required for the recruitment with promises of glory and not just glory, but promises of a brilliant, shining, heavenly afterlife if they would sacrifice themselves in order to please this God and convince those people that going and killing themselves for this cause was the right thing to do. And half, I guarantee you more than half of that is the the promise that they're doing this because some almighty God commanded them to do it. Right. If there was, if, if, if these people were, for example, atheist or didn't believe in an afterlife at all. And they're like, why the fuck am I going to go and kill myself and just end it? Like there, they would be a lot more reluctant to end their own lives over this. And like, so claiming that Islam has nothing to do with it, naive and stupid. It had a lot to do with it. Not to mention that in it, they say violence is not Islam because killing an innocent is, is condemned in Islam. It says something like kill If you kill an innocent, it shall be as if you've killed all of humanity or something along those lines. The problem with that is, do you know what an innocent is? Because I'll tell you, it's not an innocent, not an innocent is somebody who leaves Islam, a non-believer. Uh, and like, there's, there's like a whole group of people. So basically all of North America is not an innocent in the eyes of Islam. So they can say that you can't kill an innocent all they want, but in their religion, we're not innocent anyway. So it like, it's, there's a whole lot of shit in there that is used by Islam to promote this kind of violence. Now, I'm not saying that Muslims are bad. By and large, the vast majority, 99.9% of them are great people just like you and I. But Islam as a religion in itself, as a philosophy, is a corruptive force and needs to be questioned. Like, and and the, where this is coming from, where the, where my anger at this comes from is that there right now is a guy, for example, there's a guy in the UK, there's a cleric in the UK who is actually calling for Sharia law in the UK. And they've basically taken over an area where police have trouble being. And there's this group of basically vigilantes that try to enforce Sharia law in that area of the UK. I, I can't name it right now, but Jesus, like that, That's absolutely insane. No, Allah. Yeah. So when I see this and I see a lot of this and what I don't see is the passion that this Muslim man in this video had when he went, he lost it. He was like, if you don't like it here, why did you come? Why did you come here? Like, why the fuck did you come here and try to turn this into the shithole that you left in the first place? And this is a trend that I've seen over and over and over again is Muslims coming, not Muslims people, but like the Islam is like trying to fucking escape the Middle East and they're trying to push their shit onto Western the Western cultures and this is evident all the way down to them trying to push the Canadian national anthem being sung in Arabic. And like, I'm, I'm sorry. No, yes. Lots of people here speak Arabic and yes, it's great to have you here. It is great to have you here there. I work with a lot of amazing people who speak Arabic as their first language, but I'm sorry. Canadian first language is English and French. And that's the way it's going to stay. That's the way it has to stay. If it doesn't stay that way, it's not Canada anymore. Like 
Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you're coming here, like, and this is the, this is where I want to put the point. If you're coming here as a refugee, you have to be understand that you have to be ready to become a part of Canada and you're not bringing Syria here with you. You are becoming a Canadian. You're going to be a Canadian, become a part of Canada. So don't bring your bigoted religion here. Like you can bring your religion, but don't bring the bigoted shit that comes with it into this country, pushing garbage onto women and death to gays, literally a part of Islam. Like, so yeah, I have a lot of anger towards it. Great people, but the religion honestly can go fuck itself. It's, it's a case of, you know, like, and, and, you know, in a lot of ways, I agree with that. I mean, you know, it's, it's not fair that any other culture that comes here, you know, it's like, we're not saying that you, I, I feel like, I feel like it's a, we're kind of trying to do it right. But the, the message received kind of the, the backlash of that is like, come here, be yourself. We want to be a melting pot. Everybody wants to learn everybody's culture. You know, we want to mesh together. Yep. It's not, but it's meshed together though. So it's like everybody learns everybody's differences and tries to be accepting of said differences. Right. Yep. But that doesn't mean, but in no way ever are we going to go. We're not, we're in the same boat. We're not allowed to go abroad and be like, this is how I act at home. So this is how I'm going to be. And this is how it is. And this is how I'm going to, you know, this is the religious stuff I'm going to put on you. And these are my cultures that I'm going to put on you. This is all my differences that I'm going to make you conform to me. It's like, no, I'm a visitor here. I am in no way. Yeah. I'm in no way going to push that on. And even if you decide to move to that place, that's no, you, you become part of the culture. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a right of respect to respect that place's culture. And well, yeah. if, if I were to go anywhere else in the world and try to pull some of the shit I've seen people doing and just in the chat, somebody, um, somebody pointed out that the, the Sharia law Britain thing was Fox news bullshit. It wasn't at all actually uh i had this conversation not two days ago with a indian fellow that i work with and he showed me the actual videos of this cleric and he is loud and he has a lot of followers and they're they were protesting very i'll say loudly it would be putting it lightly uh, you know, bordering on violently, literally calling for death, uh, calling for all kinds of horrible violence. It's the kind of thing where if it happened in Canada would actually fall under our hate laws, except nothing would happen because to pursue it would be considered racist, you know? And, and like, that's the thing is I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be quiet because I might think, Oh no, what if someone thinks I'm being racist? I'm not being racist. I love like there's a lot of like I said 99.99% of these people are great people and they're just like you and I and they deserve to be treated properly but Yeah, for sure. But the like the the culture and religion that follows is absolutely toxic and it's what causes this. I'm sorry, it wasn't the US bombings that caused this. No, it wasn't. It was their that culture and religion that caused this. They did this. 
So to, to blame it on anybody, but the people doing it is just asinine. Like it, it's absolutely asinine. It's, it comes down to fanatics though. You know, like, yes, I, you know, again, to a certain, to, to a certain extent, I agree with what you're saying. It's any, any fanatics in any sort of religion or following or anything are always going to be brutal and poisonous. Yep. And that's, it doesn't matter what religion, it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter anything. Fanatics, when, when you, they have an idea in their head and they spread it to other people like a plague, like a yep. thought plague, basically. Yep. And people start following that. Therein lies the problem. Is yep. The biggest well, problem is people. And before anybody like tries to say that I'm just saying this because they're Muslim, Vox, Roland, and I'm sure anybody who listened to the podcast before has heard me go off just as hard, if not harder, about Christianity several times. Yep. Like I think religion in its entirety is toxic and needs to go away. But... Like in this case, the, we're talking about the specifically uh, Islam. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not sure if you've noticed, but I have abstained from this entire conversation. <laughs> I think you've used up approximately eighty percent of your talk time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, the the big thing for me here is that I don't agree with backlashing against the whole people because of this this incident. I do feel we need to watch our channels for these people coming into our country a lot more closely. Yep. Because absolutely the, I, I don't, I don't believe that uh, they're not coming in through refugee channels. It's, it's just too easy. Oh yeah. It, right? It's, it's extremely easy. Like, and, like, and like, that's the thing is he, he, uh, car in his email mentioned the, you know, somehow sneaking an AK across. No, they're getting them here from yeah. the militants that are already here that we already by some weird accident let in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I will, I would argue against you and I have in the past saying that all religion is toxic because religion yeah. isn't a, uh, isn't just the, the, statutes that exist, the, the formal organizations that exist, it gets much broader than that, right? Belief systems and stuff exist that are much more complicated yeah. than just... I uh, have never and will never agree with you on that one. Yeah, right. not, a, not a lot of people do, but... Like, I, I really don't think it's constructive to speak in absolutes like that because there are plenty of people that say the exact same thing about atheism. Yeah. There, there are a lot of people who say the same thing about atheism. Like, if anything, I think everyone else is asinine, and everyone should just be agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't fucking know, and I intend to keep it that way. See, it, well, and even then, like... It's, or, or is agnostic a shit sh shit uh, hole too? No, it's it's the structured religion that is toxic. It's the people who are roman catholic or lutheran Even or that i don't I, i'd say that's again way too strong a viewpoint no. just because I've, I've met plenty of good people that are a part of structured religion and, and I, i've said about I've said several times that I'm not saying that all of them or even most but of them what, are but bad. You what, are, what are you saying when I'm you saying say that, that structured religion is the bane of like... I'm saying that structured religion is a toxic force that is used to turn people who would otherwise be good people okay, into that's bad people. About, obviously say, not true. Otherwise these people would be all evil. How about we say can be a destructive force? You're, you're talking force. in absolute saying that these things are bad, but that there are also good people in these bad things. I don't 
think that's true. It's not true. It, like, and that, see, it's like you poison. are labeling not every, these not people every, so adamantly. Not everybody succumbs to poison. Like, it just, like a thing. This can isn't be toxic. fucking Princess Bride, <laughs> where you just drink enough poison that you gain an immunity. No, but um, that's the thing is. It, it, it is used in a way that would corrupt an otherwise good person into a bad person. And again, it has the my, potential for the opposite as well. Well, my argument against that was that it's not the religion, it's the people. Yeah. Right. I, and I mean, if without the promise of some glorious afterlife, I highly doubt as many, we'd see as many suicide bombers. I'm sure people would find other reasons to do it. Yeah. For what reward? You, you You're know what? dead. There, there, like, there are plenty of people that would be more willing to die than to keep on living. And that has nothing to do with religion. I, 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 I will I, fight you to the death. I do not believe that. that for a second. I don't. Seriously? I, seriously, I don't believe that for a second. You do not know a single depressed person that would rather kill themselves than keep on living. I don't know enough that it would cause that much of a crisis. I like... Nope. <laughs> nope. Like, that's the thing is it's not like it, without the promise of, you know, going to some afterlife, there wouldn't be as many suicides, uh, like su as many suicide attacks as you see. There really wouldn't. Do you do you, do you remember like on a previous on a previous episode where we where we talked about this and like there was the explanation that even in the absence of religion, even if there was never such a thing as religion, that somebody somewhere, people somewhere would think up a reason to do these things. It's like, again, it's, it's people creating these ideas. The, the world would not become some sort of utopia in the absence of religion. It, no, no, it would be created. It wouldn't, even without it, it would still manifest in some way, shape or form. And that's, that's the thing is it's people, it's people altering those things to their favor. That's what it is. A lot of the time, honestly, like written word is, I mean, you can, you can put whatever you want in a book, but as soon as somebody interprets it a different way or they're like, or bends it to how they kind of want or how they feel it should go. Yeah. And then they use that to corrupt people. But that's like, not ultimately the problem of the book or the religion. That's not the like, religion's fault that people warp it into a destructive tool. Let's look at any multi-million dollar corporation. Like the number one requirement for being a CEO for a company is being a psychopath. <laughs> It is the, <laughs> like it is literally not caring about the people around you, gouging people for cheap labor, not paying them enough to live. And that is like McDonald's is more widespread than any one religion is. And it's the biggest shithole of them all. <laughs> See, like and that has nothing to do with religion. People are just shitty. I, I don't believe for it. Like, that's the thing. The, the CEO thing is entirely false. Um, but like, that's the thing is religion is a very, very powerful weapon. It is. And like, there's a re like, there is an entire movie book of Eli. That's like a pseudo Christian movie. It's an amazing where movie. a guy is basically doing everything he can to find the fucking Bible so that he can use it to control a fucking population. And that's what I'm saying. Religion lets you do it's, it's used again and again and again as a corruptive toxic force it's 
it's it's a powerful control tool against an entire population. I again, I think the the weakness comes in the fact that it, it like religion might be the current um what do I want to say the current uh sort of form of it, but if you were to strip all religious force from the world, it would come back. Right? You can't stop people from believing in things and someone else would figure out stories to tell and that would grow. Right? Cuz that's just how the the human nature works right now like people are inherently weak and yes they are more than willing to follow somebody with the promise of something better but that's not exactly any more different than saying oh hey that you know you know that promotion you want do this and you'll get it and they do it and then they don't get it and then they're like oh but next time and that's a lot of what this is doing a lot of what you were talking about is giving promises of a better afterlife for the sake of doing something now and getting rewards much, much later. Yep. And And that is not inherently religion. These are shitty people and people with shitty lives that want to change themselves or their situation for the better. And again, I'm not saying it can't be used by someone to improve their life. It's happened. And again, I will say most of these people are great people, Hmm. but it is used as a destructive force. It is. You cannot tell me that it's not used as a destructive Hmm. force. Oh, no. It's a very very powerful tool to do that. You are giving an absolute statement that it is strictly evil. Again, though, he is also stating it's his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I disagree with it. To what you said, um... I don't think it will go away. I don't no, think I, it can. I don't think you ever can get rid of it. I, again, um, I think it's inherent. It's one of those things where I wish it would and could. We, like, we wouldn't be the same type of society we are without it. It would completely change the definition of a human. Maybe that would be a good thing. Maybe. <laughs> or it could be replaced with something worse. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go for the evil you know argument, but... It like that's the thing is we've seen it again and again religion being used to justify horrible horrible things and part of that and you see this in Christianity too people doing horrible horrible things who are Christian you know why because they can just go to the church later and confess and right away their guilt yeah it, it's like that comic where that woman hits some some uh, uh, I think she hits like a hooker or something with her minivan and the hooker dies and Jesus is there and he's like yeah strange how you're the one going to heaven and she's going to hell right because as a Christian it doesn't matter what you do forgiveness is absolute you go you confess you're going to heaven now it, it, it's like so you can go and murder somebody and yeah you'll go to jail for 50 years but what's that compared to an eternity of paradise yeah right and that like and that's the thing is i've i, I grew up in the church and i have literally seen that exact attitude in many people. Oh, I have too. Like, right. It's part of what drove me away from, from church when right. I was younger. And if, and if I'm seeing that attitude in a non radicalized, small church community, like I can only imagine what's happening in a shitty radicalized, like fucking church. You know, you, I mean, well, I mean, you can see it. The Westboro Baptist church is a perfect example. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the thing is that kind of attitude is rampant. And part of it too is like, you know, education plays a lot into that too. Right. 
in in these third world countries where these people are coming from, like going back to the refugees, right? There is not a lot of education. There, no. there isn't, and it's unfortunate, and that needs to be fixed. That'd be a good way, actually, to start fighting back. Yeah. Is proper education to you know boys and girls, importantly. Yes. Right. Cool. You know, and, and like that's the thing is when people don't have the education and the training to fight back against that kind of dogma, it leads to rampant radicalization. It does. There's nothing that can, that could convince me otherwise that in a shitty area with shitty education, that radicalization of a religion isn't going to be way more rampant than it is in a well-educated society. Like, and so that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a potentially much higher percentage of radicalization. We're dealing with an army of uh, the last article I read estimating ISIS's uh, uh, actual force. It was in the hundreds of thousands of soldiers in ISIS alone. So that's just the radicals that were stupid, crazy enough to go full blown ISIS, not even including the ones that like aren't quite there yet yeah and that's already hundreds of thousands and then the, like and then you go down to uh people uh, uh the people in islam who say that the death penalty should be given to those who leave islam and you know what those stats were terrifying it was somewhere around 75 percent from the syrian area that said that the that it should be the death penalty for living leaving islam right wow. So like, like I hear it a lot that like, oh, not, it, it's not that much. No, the radicalization is real and powerful and it's very rampant. So yeah, we have to be careful. Yeah. Like careful, very, very careful. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think countries should be closing themselves off completely or, or shunning a society like completely like. You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't agree in that or pigeonholing, you know, an entire country into they're all bad, you know? No, then they're let's not just all set, bad. Let's just set fire to the whole place. Like, the, but that's, but the problem is, is that individual opinion does not become, it's, it basically becomes a distant memory in situations like this, which is exactly what's happening is like, everyone's like, you're all terrorists. Like, the, like everybody they see, yeah. like, it's just, that's the problem is people get scared and it's just fear mongering. And then all that happens yeah. is that they think that everybody's out to get them or everybody's a terrorist and everybody's got a bomb and everybody's it's, they just don't, nobody rationally, like there's not enough people and there's not enough of that global attitude that people rationally digest that stuff yeah. and think of it as let's be careful and let's think about this and think about what we can do to prevent this from happening further rather than just, okay, everyone grab your pitchforks and torches and head to the nearest terrorist country. Like that's not, yeah. And that's the problem is that is too common. I, I that think, kind of bullshit. Cause yeah. it's just her making us fanatics. Yeah. And I like part of it though, I think part of what pisses me off the most is that um, when I say things like what I just said, where, you know, again, they're not 
even most of them bad. 99% of them are good people just like you and I. But when I say things like we have to be careful because they are coming in and using the refugee crisis and there is a, a large group of people that think it should be the death penalty for leaving Islam and that Islam is radicalizing. Like these are real facts that I'm saying, but I think we, like part of what pisses me off so much is that when I say things like that, I'm a racist now. Yeah. Like, like, and I'm sorry, but no, you can't just say that, oh, I'm just another fear mongering racist when like the, the, that's the thing is these are real facts. These are truths, right? I've looked these up. I've seen the videos. I've talked with Muslims about it and they're all saying the same thing, right? And yet whenever anybody says anything, even remotely close to critical of islam or anything it's you're a racist now and that's absolutely well it ridiculous shuts down the conversation just as much as much of the other attitude does yeah it right? shuts down the conversation just as much as if you don't like it go home yeah. like it which is also stupid <laughs> yeah and that that's the big thing is people need to talk about this yeah right and to our listeners right uh we've been going on for a while about this don't just accept what we're saying no go out research the issue yourself understand it more come up with your own opinions because this is important for you to, to talk about important for you to yep. understand the right? uh, probably about the greatest favor you could do for yourself is to disagree yeah <laughs> just throwing that one out there or form your own opinion we do it all the time yeah, yeah. we do Man. i don't think any of us fully agree with any one of us no, on, that'd this, be, on this topic that'd be stupid and boring yeah. And well, yeah. we would be the religious zealots you hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do think we've been going on this for a bit, though, and we should probably take, like, some time. <laughs> we need to find something a little bit more... Not heavy. Not heavy and happy yeah. to talk about. I haven't talked for, like, half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, you've had your phone to fix, too. I, I have been working on that. <laughs> why, why don't we take a, a quick fiver? Yep. And then we'll come back and we will uh, find something else to talk about. Oh, and for those of you in the stream, if you have something to say, send an email. We'll yeah, read it. We'll follow up. Yeah. Yep. You and got then, like yeah. 10 minutes. Then we'll let's, go outside and beat Tal with a stick. Yep. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Everyone have their mics? No. Mike. And we're back. Mike. The TV. Mike. The TV. The TV. Mm -hmm. 1999. You can go outside and play! <laughs> but why? When I have Nintendo, and Nintendo has outside with pipes and Goombas. <laughs> I like it. Sam, I would keep using my phone if the digitizer worked at all. Yep. Same thing happened to mine. The Sony Xperia's have a very bad habit of just not working anymore when the screen breaks. They say no. Yep. I don't want to do that. Maybe I mean, at least when I when I did shatter my iPhone 3GS screen, I just sort of put tape over it so that none of the glass fell out and kept using it. Yep. <laughs> it was great. So, so Hello, we're back. back. We're back! Maybe. And Adam has a thing. I do have a thing. I have a, a thing. doom have a thing? I have a thing. I have many things. There are so many things I have. But I will only share one like, of them. Like apparently a shark penis. It's not a penis. I'm riding it. 
<laughs> it's it's maybe happiness. I don't know. But this this shark give me so much happiness. I, you know. I, I see t-shirt potential in that right there. <laughs> it's it's not, not a penis. I'm, I'm riding it. it. <laughs> I'm riding it. Oh, that's a great. All right, so. But the thing I have to talk about to let's get us away from all this. No, don't bring it back. Let's clear the air. No, let, let's keep talking about the shit we were talking about before. We can, we can talk, we can continue talking about shit, but in between said shit, I am going to wedge this not shark penis right in there. Just wedge it in, wedge it in. Okay. And we're going to paint you a picture. You're ah, gonna- there you go. We're just, gonna paint a, you. just a happy little picture. We're going to paint you a picture, okay? So the happy little shark yeah, since we're, shoved into a shithole. Yeah, happy little... But he's dead. Did you have to take it there? Did you have to? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you, you took it there before. It ruins it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> this it, kills the picture. <laughs> picture did. Uh, no signal. Anyway. Okay, so I'm going to paint you a picture. So imagine it's late at night. And you're, uh, you're thinking, man, you know what? I... These are the most uncomfortable bed sheets I own. These are terrible. I'm going out late at night, making a decision at 11 p.m. to go out and buy bed sheets. I've never had that problem because no. I have really good bamboo bed sheets that feel this, like silk. This has never happened to me. Either. You do, you do now, but okay. one day, I one have day, literally been in that exact scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but thank you, person I've never met. <laughs> We're doing an infomercial now. Okay, so this answers my question. So it doesn't matter. Bed sheets. Maybe you want some Fritos. Doesn't matter. Okay, maybe a maybe a you're like, man, I could go for a two liter of diachastacola right now. That I could I can relate all to. Alright, all right, that's fair. Okay. Okay. Or that one time I can't remember what we even went there for anyway, that one time. Yep. But we saw four tires in the parking lot. I still have the picture. Yep. Oh, yeah. I put it on Reddit. <laughs> it got a lot of karma. <laughs> it, as it should. As it should. So so late at night, you want something so bad. So where's open? Late at night. It's got your one stop shop. It's Walmart. Walmart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart. Mm-hmm. So, so you mm-hmm. head to Walmart. You're shopping around. It's late at night. Maybe you're a little sketched out. I don't know. You just want to get your fucking bed sheets to get out of there. Except uh, we can't hear anymore because none of them are 24 hour anymore. Yeah, I know. They I, all close missed, at 11. I miss 3 a.m. Walmart adventures. Right. <laughs> it's it, you know what? Okay, so it's it's 10:29. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're <laughs> so so you're in there. And you're looking around, and like I said, maybe you're a little sketched out. It's getting, Walmarts get weird late at night. Uh, it's just a thing that happens. Yep. I've been there late, late, and you're just, I don't know. It's like, it's like an empty playground. You know, you feel like you should be hearing children and, and noise, and, but it's just nothing. It's just, it's dead, and all you just see is walls and walls of, of crap. Until you hear the weird guy come onto the intercom and ask if you're enjoying World of Warcraft tonight. <laughs> by the way literally happened yes, to me in Vox I remember this that's that's amazing yep uh, okay so 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 the guy's on the intercom asking if you're enjoying World of Warcraft so you're even more fucking sketched out now <laughs> now you're starting to vibrate and you're like I want to get my shit and get out of here <laughs> and all of a sudden a stranger runs up behind you and goes ha ha and starts beating you savagely with a pillow <laughs> and he won't stop and he's laughing maniacally like a fucking crazy man just ah, 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 and trying to have fun with you okay so the whole point of this the whole point of this picture was in St. Augustine in a Walmart there was a lady that was shopping there late at night and a random gentleman 
ran up to her and started beating her savagely with a pillow. Because apparently this is his way too awkward way of meeting new people. (laughs) So this lady was upset. She apparently got many scratches on her body, which... Was he hitting her, like, zipper side? I... It it doesn't really say so, but she was being beaten by a pillow. So if she did nothing to defend herself, but, you know, step slightly to the left or continue walking and saying, stop that, or just grabbing the pillow and pulling it out of his hand and then dropping it on the ground. <laughs> I mean, she has the tools to stop this. <laughs> she's, she was, she's been equipped with this, the tools. This does sound a lot like a, it's a prank, bro. That's honestly, and that's what the guy said afterwards. Like they call the cops and of course, it's like, this man's got a pillow. Like, look out. He's got a pillow. You know, like it, I, is a guy with a pillow pulling a prank. He said, he's like, this is how I meet new people. This is what I do. It was a joke. I'm sorry. The police got called. It, it was ridiculous. And the lady was like, I was very scared. It was very late at night. I'm in the Walmart. And then a man, I couldn't even hear him. He he ran up behind me. That's all I could hear is footsteps. And then I suddenly I was being beaten with this pillow. And I was just, really? <laughs> really, lady? I mean, really? Okay, so one... I mean, assault is not the best way to go about no. and meeting people. Yeah, I will say, however, technically that's battery and she has every right to sue. No, it was a pillow. It is battery, though. The but pillow is battery. The was pillow. it a down pillow? <laughs> and suddenly battery. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a down pillow, then that would be foul play. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I wouldn't get upset. And... I'd probably, you're a probably rational laugh. person. Though. I'd be very confused and irate for I don't know about as long as it took me to realize I was getting hit by a pillow. And I mean, <laughs> if I turned around and was like, "No, stop!" and then they didn't stop, I would probably get a little irritated. <laughs> but I certainly don't know if I'd be calling the police. So the important question here is: How many people has he met and maintained a relationship by doing this? Yeah, how I want many? To know if this is a successful oh, I, method. I want to know how people. many people didn't punch him in the mouth. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I'd do. If someone, some guy I didn't I, know just ran up behind me and started beating me with a pillow, I'd probably just turn around and just bam. I know. I don't think it's a it's a fucking pillow. <laughs> you you don't really know what it is until yeah. you have oh, at least a half second to assess the situation. But, uh, but I'm not punching anybody in the mouth until I have that half second of realization that oh. I was like, huh, that guy's hitting me with a pillow. That's kind of weird. But it wouldn't be just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like that guy that jumps out of the garbage can and then gets his head almost knocked off. Woo! <laughs> Wham! Like, no, no, no. You just, so therein lies the issue that you just, you just, you know, people get pissed off. And I'd understand that, like, if you were like, ha, 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 that's funny. Okay, stop. And he kept being a dick and doing it. Okay, that, that guy deserves his nose rearranged. But I don't know, like... I, I can see from both sides, but calling the police is a little far. And yeah. again, back to the, I picked this because of people overreacting yeah. Yeah. is kind of, and that's, that's pretty far. And like I said, it's like the lady was 
tuning it up for TV, right? Oh, like, oh, probably. This, this savage man ran up behind me. I heard nothing but his footsteps. I mean, yeah. and that's in her it, statement. It worked. I mean, here, here she is now on a famous podcast being discussed. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, see, I will say that running up behind them and just starting to beat them is probably the wrong way to go about this. I have seen something similar done in a way that is much less confusing and much less an affront to people. And that is there is a guy in the street in broad daylight in public with a camera guy standing there and two pillows. And what he'd do is he'd walk up to a random person and throw them a pillow (laughs) and then be like, yeah. Pillow fight. Yeah, he'd throw a pillow at them and then just start hitting them with his pillow. And they're like confused for like maybe half a second and then they start beating him back with their pillow. Yeah. Like much better executed. Much better executed in that case. But this reminds me of a story. I'll have to look it up for another time. Um, but yeah, it was a like organized team building kind of thing, right? Massive pillow fight. Uh, being done by a military group. Okay. And, you know, a couple of people just had to be that guy, right? Yep. And they brought bricks in their pillows. Like actual bricks. Oh my god. That's brutal. Yeah. I'll see if I can find the story so I can actually talk about it. And how fast would they be be court-martialed for that? Yeah, they're certainly no longer part of the army. (laughs) This was supposed to be a team-building exercise, and And you literally hospitalized three people. (laughs) (laughs) You did the opposite of the intended exercise. It's it's like that that episode of The Simpsons when they're... they're, uh, What was it? Why do I keep cutting up? Uh-oh. Hot dog. Um, But, um, yeah, they're doing the, like, the family... Like the the team building, like family building yep. type exercise, and they have the foam bats and they're hitting each other, and they're like, "Why are we using these? They don't do anything." And then Bart takes the foam off, and like they work much better like this, and start whacking each other, so they all take the foam off, and then it's just they're beating each other with an iron rod. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so not apparently it's not recommended no. that you savagely beat people and i mean savagely beat people with a pillow late at night at a walmart people you don't know maybe people you know but not random ladies that that are way too dramatic that, that there's a soap opera well, missing a lady being and, hit by a pillow and i mean today's day and age also definitely just don't do it at all to a woman no at all <laughs> Because that's a good way to just get yourself thrown in jail, just straight up. You're in jail now, so yeah, you're in there's, there's that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, bad, bad news. Are we are we on the email? Then we have a couple. Do we have a couple? We have a couple. At this point, our recording software crashed and we lost the rest of the episode. So thank you for joining us tonight, but uh, that's all there is for for this episode. We will be back again next week. In fact, uh, I'm editing all of these together so you can listen to this one and the following two right away. But uh, we will hope to have this recording problem figured out in the next episode or two. So, uh, you know, stick with us and thank you so much for listening.